Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When it comes to service, Rush Truck Centers is committed to making you their top priority. Whether you're looking for same-day preventive maintenance, assistance from their dedicated service concierge team, or 24-7 access to your truck repair status, Rush Truck Centers offer customizable maintenance plans that fit your needs. What are you and your truck waiting for? Schedule an appointment with Rush Truck Center Service Department or ask them to dispatch a mobile service unit when and where you need it. Visit RushTruckCenters.com to find your nearest location. You can expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Hey guys, welcome back to Inside the Five. I'm Stav. I'm Griff. And I'm Will. And today we're just going to be talking about the NFL and the MLB. We have our own separate YouTube special about March Madness where we make our predictions all together. This is the first podcast we're recording live as a group. Can't wait to do it. Let's dive right in. Let's go. All right, guys, welcome back. We're just going to dive right in, starting off with the new uh, Sean Watson news. Speaking of which, how that whole Brown scenario folded out with Deshaun Watson, he was a target of the Browns, and Baker Mayfield kind of seemed unhappy. He kind of said goodbye to Cleveland before he actually left. Yeah, with that and note. the day of this recording, Thursday, he announced that he wants a trade and the Browns aren't going to allow it. That's going to be interesting to see how that scenario folds out. Right, so I think, like, with the Browns situation, first off, Baker, not only writing that little note on um, Twitter, and I think you put it on Instagram, yeah. too, um, requested a trade today, as in Thursday, and they said no. Yeah. So he's their quarterback. Well, what if he just pulls, like, a Le'Veon Bell, like we were saying before, and just doesn't play? Or, like, what if he just, like, plays but just does awful on purpose? Well, I, th- I think... It's a different scenario because, like, Le'Veon Bell, his situation was that. He wanted a new contract, right? Baker Mayfield, the only reason he requested a trade was because of the flack that he's getting and kind of like the disrespect that he's getting, not only from the fans of Cleveland, but from the front office. Like, they've literally came out and said, like, Baker, like, isn't going to be our guy. So why, why aren't you, like, going through with his trade request? I feel like yeah, he's like- just trying to, like set the tone and be like okay then just trade me and they're like no like we're gonna do this on our own terms and not only that they said they wanted somebody who was an adult at quarterback so that's a direct shot to him saying yes. he's basically a child which yeah. is just completely disrespectful because not only did he kind of lead them to their first winning seasons as an organization in 30 plus years or whatever he led them to a playoff winning as a division rival like that was last year. It's not like that was years ago. And like, they almost beat the Chiefs that year too. Yeah, yeah. they could have very well been like last year's Bengals. And I mean, granted, their this season was kind of bad for them. I don't think he deserves the disrespect he's getting, and especially from the organization itself. Like, who are they to yell like criticize a quarterback? Like you're after the Browns. The, yeah, yeah. You're the Browns. You've had like twenty quarterbacks in the last ten years. Yeah. Like it. It really doesn't make any sense. And they're out on Deshaun Watson, as you said. Um, with a lot of news circling around Deshaun Watson once again, finally on the trade block. 
How many more years does he have left on his contract? I think it's three, two, two, two three. three. I think it's a player option in the last yeah, year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, he's definitely getting traded soon. I think it's any day now he's going to get traded. I really think, like, well, everything's picking up pace in all yeah. sports. So, I, I'm guessing Deshaun Watson's going to be out for a big package soon. Yeah, no, I think the, the Saints had a second meeting with him, I think, today. Or last night, and they already they've already been meeting with him a few times. So I meeting like with him or meeting with the team to trade with Watson. Yeah, because a lot of teams are meeting with him directly. You can do that, I yeah. guess. So, but like, um, I to be honest, I think he's gonna end up on the Saints. I think the Saints have the most to offer the Texans, and also, I think the Falcons are just there to drive up the price of Watson. Like they have no pieces to trade for him. Their organization as a whole, they don't have any receivers, so it's like. I, they don't really have much to yeah. get Watson. I don't know what the Texans are going to be like asking for, considering he needs to be out. He won't play. Picks. Picks yeah. and a few young pieces, which I don't think the Falcons have yeah. any young pieces, so you're right on that. Um, with the Saints, though, they have like a lot of vets, and the Saints don't have a lot of money either. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was just going to say. I don't know why the Saints are so in. Like, I get why the Saints are interested, but like... Um, how, how are they going to make that work? Like, They're going to have like to trade some big players. Cam Jordan's going to have to be a part of that package. Yeah. 100%. Maybe Michael Thomas as well. And then once you trade Michael Thomas, what are you going to do? Now you don't have your wide receiver one. You're bringing in Deshaun Watson. Um, I don't know what, what their draft capital looks like, but I'm guessing they have a first-round pick this year. They're probably going to use it on a wide receiver. Um, Michael Thomas has to be gone yeah. in, in my eyes. Yeah. He, he gets paid so much money. And wide receivers and running backs are kind of similar to me. This is this is applies more to running backs. They're kind of interchangeable. Yeah. Like running backs, every two to three years, like even if he's a great running back, like let's just go get a young guy, young legs. You can kind of do the same thing with wide receivers. Michael Thomas eating up a lot of money for the team that has the least amount of cap in the NFL. He's he's got to be on if they're going to pick up a contract in Deshaun Watson's. Well, I think it's. I feel like we're kind of discounting the Panthers right now just because they're kind of the dark horse of the Deshaun Watson. Like, three leading teams don't really think he's going to go to the Panthers. But if they can manage to get both, or if they can keep Christian McCaffrey and they can manage to get Deshaun Watson, that team suddenly becomes a lot more dangerous because they still got guys like DJ Moore. They have, I mean, they'll probably have to give up like Robbie Anderson or something like that. Most but likely in a defensive the, piece. Yeah, the defense is not bad. Like, they, I mean, they lost Hassan Reddick, right? Yes. But yeah. they still got some decent pieces. Like, that could be a dark horse to kind of make a run at the playoffs with Deshaun Watson. I think not only do they have pieces on their team, I think they're the best team out of the three teams that we named. The best team trade bait wise. I think they have the best picks because, like, even with Deshaun Watson, you'll be a better team, but that's the worst team out of the three, in yeah. my opinion. Um, they have the picks. They have youth. So that's a lot of things. That, I mean, that's pretty much what I said the Texans are probably going to be looking for. I think the Panthers are best suited for that. I think it's interesting. We've named three teams. They're all in the NFC South. Yeah. So, like, you're still going out against Tom Brady, who's yeah. um, back. He's going to be in his last year, too. Like this the, will be his last year. This has to be his last year, right? The other part of the – well, yes. But the other part of this whole, like, Watson trade, like, where he's going – like, none of these teams are going to have necessarily direct impact on the playoffs next year, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, like, they're, like they might make the playoffs, but they're not going to be a strong team. Like, whoever gets to Sean Watson is losing a lot of pieces. Because I remember we were talking about this earlier on. Like, the Titans were obviously in-division rivals, which is what you don't want to see from the Texans. But, like, the Titans are probably, like, the perfect team to, like – and even the Seahawks are probably a good team to, like, 
make that move around. I mean, obviously that's gonna be tough, but like him going to one of those teams is not like a I think impact. I think and like you can take it for my bias. I think the Seahawks can put together a good package for him. Yeah, I really yeah. think they um, can, and I haven't heard much talks of Seattle trying to go get him. I don't know how he would fit in with um, Pete Carroll because Pete Carroll is such a great coach when it comes to having young players, and I've said this before, I'll say it again, he's so good with youth, that's why he was so successful in college, but when it comes to dealing with superstars, he's been super unsuccessful. We just saw it with Russ, we've seen it with Earl Thomas, we saw it with Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor, Doug Baldwin, they both retired because of injuries. But the three biggest guys, I'd say, and now Bobby Wagner, too, yeah. who got dropped, our superstars don't stay. But when they're young and on their rookie contract or the contract after that, that's when they're, like, at their best, which is a good thing that we're getting them there. But once they're in, like, their prime prime, I feel like Pete Carroll has a tough time keeping their attention. Yeah, that's a good point that you bring that up, especially as of late with Russ how that whole situation, like, they treated Russ because they felt as if he wouldn't come back. Right. So you get what you can't, obviously, they got a good package from that. Bobby Wagner was just told, he didn't, like, the Seahawks apparently didn't tell him that. That's crazy. Like, That's crazy. So I don't know if that, is Pete Carroll technically the GM or is? No. So there, I know there's, all right, so there's the other GM, but Pete Carroll at least should, he's definitely involved in the moves that they make or whatever. You got to reach out to your, um, probably one of the best players in your franchise's history. Especially when you cut him. So, like... Maybe the best player in our franchise yeah. history. So, you you make a great point with that. And I do think the Seahawks should make a push for that. Because they still have pieces on offense that they can put around Deshaun to make a run at it. Especially with how competitive the um, NFC West is. And who knows what's going to happen with Trey Lance and the 49ers. Like, it's not like he's a guaranteed guy to pan out. Right, yeah. exactly. And um, just to, like, add on to this Deshaun Watson Seahawks thing, like... If we get Deshaun Watson, we're back. Yeah. In my opinion, getting Deshaun Watson this year, it's kind of like a swap. Like, we're going to have to give up probably the picks that we just got. We're going to have to give up picks next year and a couple of pieces. Um, but it's kind of a swap for Russ. And I would take Deshaun Watson starting this year over Russ starting this year. Well, because of, of age, because of athleticism, like, Russell Wilson also at the end of the year, I don't know if it's because he checked out, like a lot of sources said that he did, but he, the way that I like saw it and the way that I was saying it, he, he played like he was scared. He's never been hurt before. He got hurt this past year. He came back after injury. He played super scared until that last game against the Cardinals. I think he knew it was his last game. Yeah. yeah. And I think I'm kind of like an idiot for not even noticing that because he really did, like, give it all he had in that last game against the Cardinals. And I think that Russ, I think he's 32, 33 years old. Deshaun Watson's got to be, what, 26 now? 25, 26? 25, because he's the same age as Mahomes. Yeah. He came out the same draft. Yeah. Time. So, like, I would I would love Deshaun Watson on the team. He is one of my favorite players in the NFL to watch win play. Yeah. And people kind of forget how good Deshaun Watson was when he was on that good Texans team. I yeah. mean, the last year that he did play the COVID 2020 year, um, he didn't really have much talent around him. That was the year they traded Hopkins. That yeah. was the year they really didn't have much. And that but, was when he started to, like, request. I think he requested a trade that year, finished the season out. They didn't make the playoffs, no, right? No, no. Like and then 4-12. Yeah, and then, and then all the allegations came out and all, all of that, those uh, things. 
So, yeah, we haven't seen Deshaun Watson in a while. So, I it's going to be weird to see how he adjusts, though, because I guarantee throughout his career he hasn't taken a year and a half off. No. Like, no. A, maybe two years, because he might get suspended for the first half of the year. The NFL has yet to say what their punishment for him is. That's true. That's so. very true. So, a lot of a lot of things going on in Deshaun Watson. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that there's a trade involved soon. I just want to see Deshaun Watson somewhere else, and I want to be set with that, because... I'm at the point where we're just dragging this along and like every every couple of days it's like oh yeah Deshaun Watson's still on the Texans he's not playing until he gets traded when will he get traded um but a lot of things have happened in the past couple of weeks Deshaun Watson's back up with trade talks um before we started recording I thought it was interesting that he's meeting with different teams yeah I didn't know that was legal at all but yeah. I guess it is um so yeah Deshaun Watson hopefully hopefully traded within the next week and it's kind of a good uh, transition point in talking about what's allowed and what's not. I feel like this year for the free agency, we've seen so many guys sign with teams and then change their decision. Yeah. So the first time ever. Yeah, I, I feel like I've never seen that. Yeah, like, I, seen, there's a very small club of players that have done that. There's like four or five. I saw, I think it was, um, I think Schefter might have tweeted it. It was like a small group of people. There might have been like four or five names that's ever like gone back on their word of signing. Yeah. And this year, we've seen J.D. McKissick, we've seen Randy Gregory, we'll get into these guys later, but Randy Gregory, J.D. McKissick, Zadarius Smith today, yeah. and it's, where does that come from? Like, how, what changes in a guy's opinion so quick when millions of dollars are on the table that they back out from it? So, Zadarius Smith today signed with his former team in the Baltimore Ravens, and backed out, so he's now a free agent again. And he's a great pass rusher, the Ravens really were excited to have him aboard, so... What are your guys' opinion? Like, what's going on with these guys? What What are they doing? So what I've been hearing is, so what happened with, I think, Zedaria Smith is, or what happened with Randy Gregory is that they kept fighting the options. So, like, he was hearing from the Broncos, the Cowboys were still giving him his offer, and they just kept, like, they were just fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting, like, to, like, so that way he wouldn't sign there. And eventually they just, like, couldn't hold on to him anymore. And then he just signs, which, like, it just seems, like, weird. I feel like in in... Zedaria Smith scenario, I feel like maybe the Packers gave him an offer. Yeah. And he was just like, maybe I'm the same free agent again and look at my other options. Or that's a tactic to get more money. Yeah. I think that he got he got a lot of money in that deal. I think that he might have pulled out because of different incentives. That would yeah. be my guess. Just just like the couple of extra things. Um, What you said about the Packers, I don't think they offered him at all. Because they re-signed Aaron Rodgers, and we talked about it. Oh, yeah, they had to have get, they had to get rid of somebody. Zadarius mm -hmm. Smith's gonna eat up a lot of money. He was hurt last year. He's been dealing with injuries throughout his career. So like, he's great when yeah. he plays. Elite when he plays. Yeah, he is elite when he plays. I think he's gonna bounce off this injury quite well. I think it was just the little things in the contract that he needs to get figured out. I still think he's gonna be a Raven. Um, come next year. I just think there's like a couple of things that that need to get solved he, in this because he contract. signed this deal a little earlier Like in the week, right? Yeah, so he probably saw what some of the guys like Chandler Jones and Von Miller were making He's like hold on. I still have a lot more years left in me. Yep I can be getting somewhere close to Von Miller money Let me test my market one more time and see and as he should I mean if Von Miller at 32 was getting that contract That's crazy six years 120 million until he's 38 you're only guaranteed. I don't want to even say you're guaranteed because Von Miller wasn't that good on the Broncos until he changed scenes, went to the Rams, and he was getting single blocked because of Aaron Donald. The yeah. Bills don't really have anybody else that can pass rush with Von Miller, where the point where they don't 
they can't focus on him solely. So you're only going to get maybe two, three years out of Von Miller. And then the last three years of that deal are just wasted money. So I don't really know what the Bills are doing here. Maybe they're in 100% win this year mode because they also signed O.J. Howard. So they, they're on a hot start free agency. Yeah. But for this money, I don't know if that's worth it. Yeah, and um, Von Miller, I, I want to say that Von Miller, great player throughout his career. He's, he's on the tail end of his career. Six years for Von Miller yeah. is crazy because he is old. And, yeah. and we play Madden all the time. When we play Madden franchise mode, we finish off the season and Von Miller retires. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised to even see Von Miller not retire after winning a Super Bowl. I yeah. thought he was going to be done. He's up there in age. He signed a six-year deal. And it's for a lot of money. A lot of it is guaranteed as well. I think Von Miller at max has three years left. Yeah. To be honest. And anything more of that is a shock. I don't know how he, sound, how he got away with this six-year deal with all that money guaranteed. He fleeced the Bills, and the Bills yeah, have a good amount of money. Bills also, I just wanted to throw in real quick. Bills are getting a new stadium. Yeah, one point four billion or something from oh from God. the from the, the fans. Yeah. It's not even the ownership that's making it; it's the fans' tax money that's paying for the stadium. And they're okay wow. with it. Yeah, I love Buffalo. I love Buffalo. And it's gonna be. Uh, they're saying this on part of my take yesterday, but it's gonna be the house that Josh Allen built. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Because like, they would. I feel like the Bills fans would not be even close to making this. No, if Josh Allen yeah. wasn't, yeah. And, and, the, and if this team wasn't as good as they are, this is a real great team. And you're right about that D line. Von Miller is going to be taking a lot of, I mean, double teams most likely. They have Tremaine Edmonds, who's okay. I, I kind of like him more in man coverage or mm -hmm. zone coverage. I like him out in the pass game. But you have Shaq Lawson, who's they have like good D linemen, but nobody that needs to be double teamed. Now it's Von Miller yeah. that needs to be double teamed. He's not going to be doing what he did with the Rams. He's going to go back to what he was with the Broncos. Not saying that it's a bad thing. He was still a great player with the Broncos. Not as good stat-wise as when you went on that defensive line with Aaron Donald. Yeah, and kind of next guy that we want to talk about who's also on the Bills. They released Cole Beasley today. A lot of things around him with the vaccine, whether he can play or not. I think New York still has that mandate, so they he probably do. couldn't even play home games, yeah. which I'm confused because he was allowed to play home games during the season. But I didn't even I'll, think I'll about that last season. season. Hmm? Oh, yeah. It's out, okay, so that never, I take that back. But um, Beasley, he's a good guy. Like, in the right system, he'll be okay. He's I a just, great He's a great slot receiver. Yeah, like, for the past couple of years with Josh Allen, he's been his security blanket. And you can say, like, usually tight ends have a security blanket. Dawson Knox goes out there and he makes plays for you. Yeah. And Dawson, Dawson Knox is a receiver. And, and Cole Beasley is the security blanket. He, he does the slants. The drag routes, the out routes, the, the little dump downs that, like, he can low-key make a little move, get a couple extra yards. So I'm interested to see on what the Bills are going to do now, if they're going to play a little bit different of a style of offense. They signed Isaiah McKinney to a longer – or what, no, McKenzie. it wasn't was – Isaiah McKenzie. I don't know yeah. why I said McKinney. They signed him to a new deal. I don't know if they're going to use him the way they used um, Dawson Knox. Um and, I mean, they have Gabriel Davis, so at the same time... Or not Dawson Knox, I'm sorry, Cole Beasley. I keep messing up yeah. my names. Um, but, like, they ha they already have their receivers. It kind of makes sense. Cole Beasley was kind of falling out of that rotation. Yeah. So, free up some cap space. In my opinion, it makes sense. Yeah, and the Bills, they I feel like they didn't really need Cole Beasley, especially last year. He didn't play too often, and especially when Diggs and Knox and... Gabriel Davis now, yeah, like we were Dave. just like yeah. he had that four touchdown game in the divisional round. He's gonna only like 
improve Isaiah yeah. McKenzie. So Cole I love Beasley, Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah, Cole Beasley is kind of lost in this offense. Yeah. So I think it's time for him to move on, along with this segment to the next person of the Cowboys releasing Lyle Collins, one of their starting offensive tackles. Um, the Patriots were rumored to be in market with him, but I've heard reports that they're not even going to bother. So I don't know what where he's going to end up. He's a decent player. He's a he's a decent player. I think he'll end up like on what I don't think he'll end up on a contender. If anything, maybe the Chiefs if they can afford him, but that's not a guarantee. Um, I could see him going to a team that like a team that trades for someone like Baker or Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson, and they need another piece. So so they pick up Lyle Collins to to kind of keep that quarterback safe. I think this will be like a move that won't happen until a couple more quarterbacks go to a, a, a new location. So I, I don't know. I don't think he's like a hot ticket. Like I don't no. think he's he's not anything special, but he's a solid tackle. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't I don't think he'll be like too hot. Like he won't get picked up right away. No. Hayden Hurst also going to the Bengals. Security blanket replaces Uzama. Yeah, I I was upset to see I was upset to see uh, Uzama sign with the Jets, but if you if you really think it through, I think it's a good move. He got a lot of money yeah. from the Jets, and this is going to be his last big contract. I think he's going to play this out with the Jets, going to sign a one or two year deal with the Bengals and call it a career. Yeah. So I think it was a good move for Uzama. It was a good personal decision to just go make his money on his last big contract. Yeah. And then the next big contract. The Raiders signed Chandler Jones three years, fifty-one million, and along with that, they trade Unique Ngakwe to the Colts for Rocky Sin. The NFC, or I'm sorry, the AFC West is just stacking up. Like that entire division is just an all-star division. Yeah. Everyone, I feel like, is getting a quarterback and getting edge rushers to pair with them. Every single edge rusher in the AFC West is insane. And I kind of have this in our notes. Do you guys think Chandler Jones is a Hall of Famer? I said yeah. I, I, I'm kind of on the on the edge of it. I, I don't really know. I mean, he has a Super Bowl. Does he have two? He has one. One Super Bowl. He has his sacks. He has his numbers. I feel like he's one of those guys where I, I said this earlier when we weren't recording. The NFL, I say this all the time. It's can you, like, tell the story of football mm-hmm. without mentioning their name? I kind of think you can without Taylor Jones. When he won that Super Bowl, there was just so many different names on the offensive side of that ball and the defensive side of that ball um, that you could name other than Chandler Jones. I think he's gotten his his numbers, his stats. I don't think he has the hype around him that he should. He's a great player. I think he won't be first ballot. No, I, I, I agree think there's that. no chance he's first ballot. Um, if anything, I think my guess would be get in the third year. If not, I don't know if he'll make it. Yeah, eventually down the line, I think he will. He needs a defensive player of the year to be a like, yes to be a, to be a yeah. But I don't think he will get that unless he has a really good year this year. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks to sack. He's he's going to be on prime time a lot, yes. which I feel like yeah. drives a lot of factors. I, I think I think this this three years is going to help him out a lot being mm-hmm. in that division. It's going to help him or hurt him. Yep. And um, we kind of mentioned this before: Randy Gregory signing with the Broncos after backing out on the Cowboys. It's kind of like the same money, which is kind of interesting because the Cowboys have helped him through all his legal problems in the past. I, I mean, I usually I'm not one to feel bad for the Cowboys just because they I feel like they get everybody and they have the money to spend. But mm-hmm. when an organization like that helps you out, you have a handshake deal with Jerry Jones himself and you just back out, it's not really a good thing to do. If this deal doesn't pan out, who knows what's going to happen with Randy Gregory. Now. I think yeah. he's ring chasing. Simple as that. Um, the Broncos are making a ton of moves. I think they're by far, they've. I mean, maybe the Chargers too. 
Um, both up, by the way, Chargers fan. 100%. Um, <laughs> but the Broncos have made a lot of moves, and they have gotten a lot better. Yes. Be, uh, um, compared to the end of last season up until now. So I think Randy Gregory kind of gave up on the Cowboys, in a sense. And he's going to the Broncos. He's trying to get his ring because he obviously never got one with the Cowboys. Um, I think that's literally the only motive that made him switch up. Yeah, and um, the Raiders oh, – hold on. I'm sorry. I got my teams mixed up. <laughs> we were talking about the Broncos and how Randy Gregory, how he switched up ring chasing, but that's not even a guaranteed ring now because it's not. the Chargers just traded for Khalil Mack for, what, was it just a fifth-round pick? I think a fifth and a sixth. Yeah. But I, I think I think it's better odds than being on the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> and they signed J.C. Jackson, too. Yeah, they signed J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson got bag. No, I think it was no. a five-year deal, $80 million or something. Whereas around. J.C. Jackson's the best quarterback in the league. Yep. Yeah, he's – and as a Patriots fan, it sucks to see him go. But for that money, I don't think we could have afforded him. Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick is not going to pay a cornerback that type of money. No. And, and that's that's fair. That's good. The Pats, for years, have been so good in the draft. I feel like they kind of fell off. Not fell off, but they haven't been as successful drafting the past couple of years. But just the way that his system works, he's not going to pay all that money. He's going to save money for different positions and try to draft draft a DB to, to take that spot. He, I feel like Belichick and his system breeds corners. and like, Yeah. It's like a farm system for cornerbacks. Exactly. We see guys like Malcolm Butler. Remember when he signed his big deal with the – who was it? Tennessee? Tennessee, and he didn't really pan out. Okay, so, wait. You know what? Malcolm Butler, he went to one Pro Bowl the year after he got his pick. That that pick, the only thing he's ever done in his career. That oh, Pro yeah. Bowl year, he yeah. wasn't even good. He has never been good. He only had that one pick. And I'll give it to him. He had one pick. He was at the right place at the right time. Malcolm Butler is not a good cornerback. <laughs> he's not a good cornerback. He's just, just in the right place at the right time. Well, regardless, yes, no, but I agree. Belichick won't like we said. He won't pay corners, but his system, he raises corners. Yeah. Like Stephon Gilmore, he signed Gilmore yep. when no one really thought of him. Made him a defensive player of the year, and then traded him. But Gilmore's a free agent. Maybe Gilmore goes back to the Patriots on cheap deal again. Who who knows? They kind of had a bad falling out. Yeah. But um, Chargers, watch out. Both up. Yeah, Chargers both up for both sure. Up. And um, today, breaking news: Allen Robinson signing on the, to the Rams on a three-year deal. That kind of means Odell's not returning. Rams got a weapon. Matt Stafford has more to play with, and yep. the Rams are. Uh, ready to gear up and win another Super Bowl. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, um, you were right. This, this means OBJ is definitely not coming back. If he comes back, he's wide receiver four um, because I don't think they're going to disrespect Allen Robinson. Great move for A-Rob. Get out of Chicago. That situation was terrible. Yeah. He, had a, he had one great year, and, and he's been awesome, like, year in and year out. It's just the inconsistency at a quarterback that is literally the worst possible uh, scenario for a solid wide receiver. So get out of there. Get a year in with Matthew Stafford. Maybe I mean I'm, Matthew Stafford will be there for a few years, probably for this whole contract. Um, Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, if you're still living with bladder accidents, stop. It's time to get your life back. 
I was just like you until I found real relief with Axonics Therapy. It's not a pill or a pad, it's a clinically proven advanced treatment. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. So get in there. I think he's going to be a nice little... Uh, he'll play probably on the outside. He won't be in the slot. I think they might no. move Cup to, to the slot. And Cooper Cup's going to be a force again this year. Maybe they'll rotate him around. They have a lot of freedom well, on yeah. that offense. McVay's an offensive genius. He'll yeah. find a way to make it work. Even if they had just have Allen Robinson coming for the first and long, second and long plays... So, I mean, it's going to work. It'll you, work. you got three selfish guys at receiver. And they still have Van Jefferson. And um, Tyler Higby's still a tight end there, yeah. too. Like, that offense is still going to be the Rams' offense. Like, I'm not really worried. Having too many pieces is a good problem. I, 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 yeah. if, if I'm the Rams, though, I'm not going to say that I personally hope because I'm a Seahawks fan. But if I'm the Rams, I'm looking to pick up maybe one or two pieces on that offensive line. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, with Whitworth uh, retiring, he was – boy, was he old. But, like – yeah. They, they need a tackle. Um, they might need a guard, too. Um, just kind of secure that up, and, and they're in for another Super Bowl run. And this, this isn't really in. We didn't, I don't know why we didn't put this in our notes, but the Jaguars making all of these moves to try their best to become a decent team, surround, piece, uh, surround guys around Trevor Lawrence. You know, they gave Christian Kirk an insane contract. I think it – well, I think – the original one that was reported, it was like around seven eighty million, but I think it, the real contract wasn't that much. Yeah. yeah. But um, they have gotten a lot of pieces. I, th- I I like to call it the Jaguars tax. You see the Jaguars overpaying because no one wants to go there. But then you got guys like Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram, Brandon Scherf on the offensive line, you, and what defensive players did they sign? I feel like they let go of Miles Jack. He went they to got, the Steelers. Um, Four-year side of Luakon from, yeah. from the Falcons. They, they got a lot of pieces to surround. They got Darius Williams, too, from yep. the uh, Rams. Yep. So they got a lot of pieces to surround Trevor Lawrence to kind of make a run at the AFC South because the AFC South is kind of up for grabs other than the tight. The Titans are probably the favorites to win, but the Colts don't even have a quarterback right now. So yeah. so the Jags, the Jags screwed themselves last year mm-hmm. with, the, with their head coach with everything that was happening in that organization. This is what the Jags should have done last year once they drafted um, Trevor Lawrence, or even before. They knew they had the first pick. They should have went out, made moves in free agency. They got Christian Kirk, who is, I think he made a little bit too much money in this in this deal, but I still think he's a very solid receiver. Um, he's nice and young, too. They got young, nice talent. Like A lot of these big names that they're getting aren't 30 years old yet. This was... I mean, all of these moves have been great moves by the Jaguars to surround around uh, Trevor Lawrence to really try to get him boosted up because he has to have a team around him. They tried to let him do everything last year, and that's not how the NFL works. So this has been great. I, I think they've made some great signings this offseason. And the Jaguars, obviously, they've been the laughingstock of the league other than that one run in 2018. Yeah. But good. They're making moves. I feel like they shouldn't be getting any exactly. hate for this. They're trying to win. They're exactly. trying to win now by preparing for the future as well by signing young guys. Like Lawrence kind of had a strong second half of the year. He yeah. beat the Colts in his final game like a like high stepping off point. They're getting Travis Etienne back. We haven't even seen him. I was going to say I I hope I hope he comes back strong. Yeah. I hope he comes back strong. So, I mean, I don't want to say watch out for the Jaguars, but they're stepping in the right direction for the first time. Exactly, like exactly. Yeah. And they, like they, they're not co- they're not becoming a threat with these moves. 
but they're getting a lot better with yeah. these moves. And, a, and in yeah. a couple of years, they're going to make the playoffs mm -hmm. with with this same foundation, maybe a couple more pickups. So I, I'm happy with those moves from the Jags. And other than that, what anything else in the, coming from the NFL that we forgot about? Um, I don't think so. That's it. Um, Seahawks still stink. Seahawks stop disrespecting our best players and maybe I won't keep talking about the Chargers. This is like when you get in a fight with your girlfriend and you start to name other girls' names. Damn. That's what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing right now. Like go Chargers both up. That's crazy. Alright. <laughs> Anyways, moving on, we're gonna talk about MLB free agency where it's been an absolute melting pot of free agency so far. We're seeing names flying everywhere. Headliner, though, Freddie Freeman signing with the Dodgers. Six years, 162. Will, what do you think? Um, unfair is definitely a word that comes to my mind. Looking at the Dodgers roster, they have like three MVPs on their roster, their whole team. Their whole starting lineup has made the All-Star game at least once. Um, I think it would be embarrassing if they don't win the World Series. Yeah. This lockout year, I mean, I guess it's not going to be a lockout year. We're playing all games and all that. Moving things a week back. Um, this is the perfect year for the Dodgers to win a championship. This year's just going to take a lot of skill. They're going to be playing a lot of back-to-back -back days now. Um, Freddie Freeman going to the Dodgers is something that we all knew was happening. I was, like, the one person that, like, I just was really hoping that it wasn't going to happen because I didn't want to see the Dodgers get that much better. But Freddie Freeman, the best first baseman in baseball, MVP, back-to-back -back MVP. Back-to-back -back MVP. What a signing. With 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 the universal DH, it's going to take some pressure off of him playing first base every night as well. He can kind of swap in, swap out. With Muncy, because they still yeah. have him. Yeah, exactly. Like, they have, they have the depth now, which I think they lacked in years prior. I think adding Freeman, it's like, you know, in video games, like, you'll pick up somebody, say in, like, 2K, my team, you'll pick up a starter and you move your old starter to the bench to get depth instead of just picking up depth. So they just got better. So that there are their all star starting first baseman is just gonna come off the bench now. Like they are insane. Like this lineup is gonna be like Mookie, Chris Taylor, Freddie Freeman, Max Muncie, Cody Bellinger, AJ Pollock. AJ Pollock, I'm forgetting about Trey Turner. Trey Turner. Um who's the yeah, third Turner. baseman? Justin Turner, Justin Turner. Will Smith. Will Smith. Like, that's who it is. They've re signed Kershaw. They still they don't have Scherzer anymore. Yeah. But um the Dodgers are still going to be the Dodgers. They're going to get Bauer back. I mean, yeah, I was going to say Bauer's. They're still working on that. Yeah. So situation. when that whole situation clears up, I think it is going to clear up. Yeah, but the, Walker the Bueller. Is Walker gonna, Bueller. Who's the MLB is looking to reinstate his uh, another year on his ban. Okay. Um, but I, I heard that like right around when the um, when the lockout ended. Right. Yeah. I mean, also Julio urius uh, yeah. who's a great yeah, and they still bruised our uh, gradual i think kenley jansen's still a free agent which is he's going to be good wherever he goes kenley jansen's one of the better closers in the league yeah. yeah but um dodgers are the dodgers like i feel like we say this every year they have so many mvp candidates they have so much talent they they have so much it's young the, the talent dodgers still. the dodgers and the yankees are so similar skill wise um, but the thing about the Dodgers is they actually put it together. So this move is dangerous. Like, yeah. If, yeah. say if Freddie Freeman went to the Yankees, it's like, okay, Freddie Freeman's going to go get his. But, like, you can't rely on Giancarlo Stanton to, like, go get his. I'm scared of the Dodgers. Oh, the yeah. Dodgers are legit. Dodgers, the Dodgers are legit. Like, well, obviously, they're going to lose a game. But, like, they should <laughs> lose a game. But, like, like they, they, they should be the first place team in the whole MLB. They should be the they first should team win the World Series. wins this season. They yeah. should, yes, and they should win the World Series this season. And speaking of 
teams that shouldn't win a or should win a game. Let's talk about teams that shouldn't really win a game. The Colorado Rockies giving Chris Bryant seven for one eighty two. I don't know what they're doing because they let Nolan yeah. Arenado walk. They yeah. let um, Trevor Story. He's gonna walk. He's not gonna resign. Nope. Like got, they lost DLMA years ago. Yeah, they. I think Crone is gonna Done. be tied up and stuff. Yeah. I mean, they lost. They're losing their pitchers. Like. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, Chris Bryant just clearly chasing a bag. He already has his ring. He already has his MVP. So, I mean, good yeah. for Chris Bryant getting his, but I wouldn't be surprised in a few years if we see him get traded. 30. I mean, he's 30 years he's old. He's 30? Yeah, because I, I was going to say, he's been in the league for a while because he started making noise when, like, he was young. That is true. He's been in the league for a while. Yeah. In, in, in seven years, that's going to take him to 37. My guess, I'm just going to throw out a prediction – He's going to play four years, he's going to get traded to a contender, and he's just going to keep that same contract. This was strictly just to make a good good amount of cash before he heads out. Yeah. So uh, yeah. it's like it's like a good signing money-wise, and I guess you can compare it towards, um, what's his name in the NFL? Uh, Von Miller. To Von Miller, exactly. It is just get your, get as much money as you can before you're out. He's just going to go to Colorado and hit 500, yeah. 600 foot. Bombs. Yeah, like it's just that's literally the only reason why I can like if we compare it to like Von Miller's contract, like he's going to like somewhat of a contender. Yeah, like the Rockies. Yeah, like they have to play the Dodgers. They have to play the Dodgers, like, Padres, and the, Padres <laughs> and the Giants. Yeah, that division's tough. And they're the worst team in that division by far. Yeah. Yeah. By, by far. far. And another scary team, the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays have been making a lot of moves. They brought on Kevin Gosman before the lockout ended or started. They just traded for Matt Chapman. Mm -hmm. That lineup's deep. And that infield. Yeah. That infield. infield. Yeah, we can't even sleep on the outfield because they still have George Springer playing center field. They still have Teoscar Hernandez and Luis Gurriel. So that lineup, one through nine, one through eight, because their catcher isn't that good. I think it's Alejandro Kirk or something. Yeah, yeah. So he's okay. He's a good defensive catcher. But like that lineup is nasty. Yeah. Um, and they made a big splash at the end of the season last year. They just fell out when it was that race uh, towards the wild card game. This year, I think, I'm going to say it, we're Red Sox fans, all that. They're going to win the AL East. Yeah. And I think the Red Sox are going to find themselves in a wild card game again. I think the Yankees are going to choke again because they do every year. But the Blue Jays, the Blue Jays have made some serious moves. I think they need a couple more pieces to really put it together to make that World Series push um, when it comes to their rotation. They have a decent rotation. But I, I feel like they keep getting rid of people. They lost the Robbie pitching. Ray. However, they made up for that lefty starter by getting Yusei Kikuchi, who's yes. an all-star. Yeah. From Seattle, right? Yeah. yeah. So that that's a good move for them. I think their bullpen isn't too good. Yeah, so that's, that's going to hurt them maybe. But when you're scoring eight runs a game with that offense, I don't know how much the bullpen's really going to hurt you. If you're starting playing in a tough yeah, division. Yeah, and playing in a tough division as well. Those are the signings they need to make is is – from that bullpen, because late in games, when you're going up against the Sox, the Yankees, the Rays, it's like, that's when all the hitters come out. And, yeah. and all these teams have clutch hitters. So if you have somebody from your bullpen that can really shut them down, um, that that's going to be the difference in this division this year. Yeah. And uh, kind of staying within the division, the Red Sox lose Kyle Schwarber to the Phillies. The Phillies gave him four for $79 million. It's a decent signing. He's making that's that's kind of what I was expecting him to get. Same. Um, it's interesting that the Phillies do that because both their best players are lefties now. So, I I mean, best batters rather. I yeah. 
Phillies are okay, I guess. Right. Like, I don't really... That helps them with DH, universal DH. Yeah. 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 Like, they don't have to worry about him anywhere else but playing DH. He just has to hit home runs. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they'll use him in the outfield at all. No. I think we would have been screwed if we kept him. Yeah. In the long run, one, obviously, he's only getting four years. He's older. I mean, he's definitely played good for us last year. Maybe not so much in the field, but on, like, batting, fantastic. I just don't think in the long run he would have helped us. Yeah, I agree. And especially with the emergence of Tristan Cassis, if he can kind of – Yeah. Maybe he'll be a later mid-years, like, bring up. Um, I I don't even want to rush that, especially if Bobby plays well. You know, spring training nightmare, Bobby Dahlbeck. But um, (laughs) – Yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of time in free agency. There's still some big names out there, like Carlos Correa is still a free agent, Trevor Story, Story uh, Nick Castellanos is still a free agent, Kenley Jansen, like yeah. a lot of. Lovely if I would, I would love Jansen. Yeah, I would I love think Jansen. Jansen would fit well. perfectly. Yeah, awesome with, for the bullpen. If the Red Sox could get Matt Barnes to kind of go back in the I mid, I, I don't, I don't trust him, but I'd rather have him in that mid relief position and have Jansen close compared to Barnes being our sole and, and I think I think this year um, the Sox if we, we can add one more piece to that bullpen we won't have a terrible bullpen at all no. and I think we'll have a decent rotation um, we picked up a good amount of people and we watched our first spring training game today um, what's his name Feliz who, who we recently we didn't recently pick up but we picked him up I think last year during last think year was, and, and yeah. he didn't really get any reps no, um, pitch one inning. I, I think yeah. that's what they're going to kind of do the spring training, get everyone some some innings, pitch, just fresh. Just as, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think um, th- this is the first year in a while where I'm not like, wow, our bullpen is awful. I think I think that we have some younger guys and Tanner Houck and, and, and a few other names that are starters but are going to pitch two to three innings in a game. And maybe once they get a little older, I, I'm high on Tanner Houck. I am too. I am high on Tanner Houck. I think he's going to be a reliever for the next couple of years, and I think he'll end up in a rotation later in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're putting the pieces together. I don't think we had a, have a World Series roster. I don't no. really think we had one last year either, to be honest. Um, but we're a team that makes runs, and and we can make a little run late in the year in October, and it, it all really falls down to pitching like it does every year in the MLB. Yeah, and it's – I hope the Red Sox still make a move because I don't trust Jackie Bradley Jr. to be an everyday guy. He's good yeah. in the field, but he's a guy yeah. who's going to bat you maybe 230 on if his best. Lucky. Yeah, you're, he's a career 230 hitter, but he's, we're looking at him to be a 180 guy. Yeah. Like, he yeah. probably – And make plays in the center. If we have a guy on the mound who's a pitch-for-contact guy, that's when we have him – that's when we have him bat, uh, in the field. Right. So, so where do we think we're gonna play JBJ in right? Yeah, he's gonna be in right? right. That would be I my think guess. What um, Cora said was Kike in center, Verdugo in left, and um, JBJ, JBJ in right. I mean, I mean, I love JBJ, and I don't think he should be an everyday guy. But the defense he brings us is awesome, and in such an open right field at Fenway, it's gonna be great. That's why we used to have Mookie there. Um, I like that outfield for defense. Um, and I would like it for offense if we added somebody else that could kind of swap in and out with JBJ in right field. Yeah. And um, well, don't we still have Renfro? No, no. we traded for it. That's oh, what we traded. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That it it would have been perfect to put two of them. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but I I forgot we got rid of him. I was thinking about this the other day. I don't really. The more and more I think about it, the more and more I don't like this move. Just because Renfro did bring a lot of the defense last year, he won us some games with his arm. I we, I thought he was gonna be a Gold Glover. Yeah. Yeah. No. He deserved it. I but, yeah. Yeah. I, I I never liked that move um, to the Brewers. Um, JBJ is kind of like a name where he comes back and it's like 
Oh, nice! I remember him. Like he was, he was, he was awesome when we had that big three in the outfield. He's nowhere near what he used no. to be. Um, I think keeping Hunter Renfro for two or three more years um, would have been a lot better of a move um, than JBJ. But I don't think it was one of those moves that really, really changes um, the direction of this team. Um, the Cubs signed Seiya Suzuki, Japanese um, superstar. Yeah, this is the guy, right? Yeah. So yeah. he, um, there were a lot of rumors of him coming to the Red Sox. I think he was following them for the longest time out of any team in the MLB. I th- and I think it was leaked before it was actually confirmed. But um, he was leaked. He was going to go to the Padres. That didn't happen, and now he's on the Cubs. Uh, he's an outfielder. I don't really know much about him. Yeah. However, I do know. I've heard him like on Twitter and on like MLB uh, Network. Like I've heard him. But I've never actually seen him play. Yeah. So he's, I mean, gets five years, $85 million. That's not really a risky deal. I think that's a good deal for the Cubs. Yeah. Especially if he pans out to be a guy like Shohei Otani because this is who he's being compared to. He's an outfielder. I don't think he pitches. But um, it's a good deal for the Cubs. The Cubs are kind of trend, <clears throat> trending in the right direction. After, <clears throat> after, um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> after starting their rebuild last year by trading Baez, Bryant, and um, yeah. who, who else did they trade? Baez, Bryant, Rizzo. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, good signing. He is a superstar. I think um, not only does this open up, like, so much on the marketing side here, but the Cubs are going to expand out globally. Like, this is such a good move. Like, if you you think about it from a business perspective, their marketing team is going to be heavily focused on Japan, which is – Japan loves baseball. Uh, they, some great players have came yeah. uh, out of that country. Uh, I think this is a great move in all forms of that franchise. Like, for that franchise, I mean. I think it was, uh, that was a great signing. Anybody that could have got this kid, uh, that, that would be a success. So that kind of wraps up the signings. Let's get into two major trades that happened. The Braves and Athletics made a trade sending Matt Olson, star first baseman, to the Braves to replace Freddie Freeman. The Athletics are in complete tank mode. The Braves are gearing up to make another World Series run. So I like this replacement, if, especially if they knew Freddie Freeman was going to come back. Get another all-star first baseman, one of the best defensive first bases yeah. in the league. This is a perfect fit, I think. I, I think it is, too. I, th- I thought it was weird um, how they made this move before Freddie Freeman even signed. Um, but it was kind of one of those, like, they made this move. It was like, okay, he's not as good as Freeman hitting. He's great on defense, however, and he, he gets the bat going. Like yeah. He is a good bat at first base as well. I think this is a good move for them. Um, it helps them a lot with the money because Freeman was asking for a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just always weird when, like, I mean, you have the MVP at first base that's waiting for a new contract. He's a free agent, and you go out and make a move before you sign back because then it's like, okay, we know he's going somewhere else. Now where is he going? Yeah. Well, also, this deal heavily impacts the athletics. They got rid of their starting first and third baseman mm-hmm. yes. like, in the span of, like, a week. And they got rid of Starling Marte, and too. They, yeah, they got rid of Starling Marte. So, like, obviously, they can tell that their division is getting heavily impacted. Yeah. They're nowhere near going to win, so they might as well rebuild. I feel like, in terms of the Braves, I feel like they just said, okay, well, we can take advantage of this. Might as well make a move. Because mm-hmm. once they know that Freddie Freeman's off the board and the team needs a first baseman and athletics looking to trade, he's the first guy you look at. Yeah. Right. The Braves are still good. Like, they're getting Acuna back. Acuna's one of the best top five players in the league when he's healthy. Yeah. Like, 
that team is going to make another run at the World Series, especially in the NL East, which isn't really a strong division. I mean, we kind of mentioned the Phillies before, but you got the Braves, the Marlins, the um, Phillies. Who else is in that division? You got the um, uh, Braves, Marlins, Phillies, and the Mets. The Mets are actually kind of gearing up to make a yeah. run too, but yes. the Mets always choke. So why not the Braves win again? Like That's a great signing for them, or a great acquisition rather. Um, it's going to be interesting to see yeah. what they do. Oh, my God. And I saw, I know he's from Venezuela, but I saw him. I think he was playing in the Dominican League, uh, Acuna. Mm -hmm. He was hitting bombs. Yeah. Bombs. Yeah, like, like absolute nukes. He is insane. He's only 24 years old. Ronald Acuna Jr. is going to be the face of baseball. I think Tatis, which we forgot to mention oh, Tatis, yeah. motorcycle accident. Which one? Um, <laughs> That was... By far the craziest thing I've ever seen from someone that's supposed to be the face of a sport. Yeah. Um. We saw it with Cam Newton who got in an accident. I think it was, that was his, a car accident. I think it was though. his truck though. Yeah. yeah. And that is, and that's that's a bad loss. Yeah. Um. For the party. He's, He's gonna, gonna be out for months. Months. Which months. kills them, especially in the NL you West. You can't. You can't yeah. have your best player be out for more than a month. Yeah, in, in that in that division. That hurts them a lot, especially because Machado. I think Machado just requested a trade or something. Did he? He might have. Wait, I want to say a while back when he signed that 10-year deal, Machado, I was like, why is he going to the Padres? Like, they stink. Out of nowhere, the Padres made a very quick turnaround. Yeah. yeah. The, the Padres have done very good with the players that they have got, um, and, their, and their manager is awesome as well. I, I think that was a great move by Machado. I'm not the biggest fan of Machado when he was in Baltimore and then he was, he was with the Dodgers. Yeah. Um, he's kind of like... I mean, a, a dirty player sometimes, but he's still a great player. Yeah. And, and I, I can't believe that ended up working out because I was thinking about it for a while. It's like, why did he just go to the Padres? Now now I know why. <laughs> and um, I take that back, though. I don't know where I thought Machado requested trade. He's he's talking about playing until he's 40 for the Padres. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's the complete opposite. But, um, I mean, the Padres are still a decent team. Yeah. Like, they saw yeah. Darvish. They, um... They still have Eric Hosmer, I think. They have Adam Frazier still playing center. Yes, they do. So, they got a good team. I mean, you just got to hold your own until Tatis comes back. Which which is going to be very difficult. Yeah. It's going to be very difficult. Um, The next major trade, Josh Donaldson and Isaiah Kiner-Falefa to the Yankees in trade for Gio Urshel and Gary Sanchez. I think the Yankees win this trade, but it's not really like... It's not. It's not like a, a game changing. If trade. we were to grade them, it's it's not like the Yankees got an A and the Twins are like a D. Like it was like the Yankees were like a B plus, and the Twins were like a C plus or maybe a B minus. Like I don't. I don't think it was like a blockbuster trade where the Yankees stole anybody. Josh Allison is a great bat. Um, I don't know. It's it's just like whenever somebody goes to the Yankees, who knows what they're gonna do? Some people um, overperform. I think in Josh Donaldson's case, he's not going to be one of those guys that just comes in and, and goes off and rakes. Um, I still think it was a good move by the Yankees. I think they got better. I think Gary Sanchez was kind of on the end of that. But who's going to play catcher for them? Uh, they, I think they still have Kyle Higashioka, who's okay. He's but, all right. I don't, I don't think I he's I think Isaiah kiner Falefa can play catcher. I he think can. that's his... That's his secondary. Yeah. He can play. Is it? Yeah. But I don't know if he'd be an everyday catcher for them because he's still... Probably like, not. you need a primary catcher to catch for guys like Garrett Cole. Exactly. Yeah. So Exactly. And, and a lot of pitchers like that have their guys. Yeah. And, and I think Sanchez caught for Cole, right? Yeah. So, switching up on your guy, like, Sale... Um, Vasquez. Vasquez isn't his catcher. 
No, he is. Or wait, who is it? Avoldi. Avoldi is Ploiecki. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I meant. Um, it, it's kind of like that where a pitcher and a catcher are literally like the same thing as a center and a quarterback, where there has to be like kind of like an unspoken like communication, like a very big level of trust where mm -hmm. you guys have to know each other's moves exactly. It's gonna take a little bit for for the Yankees to adjust to having a new catcher behind the plate. I think that might that might uh, screw them over in this division. There's a lot of tough divisions of baseball. When you make a move, you you just have to hope it fits right away, and I don't know if it will. And it's tough, especially when you're in the Yankees. When you can, they had all these expectations. They thought they were gonna get Freeman. Didn't happen. They just brought back Rizzo, who's still a good player. I don't know why he's getting a lot of crap. But yeah, yeah, no, I think he's a great player. Rizzo is a good player. Um, you still. They thought they were going to get Correa. Not going to happen because they just got Donaldson and Kiner Falefa. Um, it's funny to see the Yankees kind of. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's hilarious. I mean, it's what we're used to. Mm -hmm. they, it's not a complete fail. Usually, usually they do it during the season. Now now they're just expanding towards the offseason, too, so they can just do it year-round. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, like they're, they're, they're the team that it's like, first off, no playoff beards. No beards in general. That's the dumbest rule ever. Maybe for a, a for a sports team, a professional sports team, not allowing grown adults to have facial hair, um, that's so stupid. Yeah, I think all around the Yankees, you can call them what you want. Twenty seven championships or however many they have, they're losers. Yeah, they're yeah. losers. Um, I think that about wraps it up. I yeah, don't know if you guys have any final remarks. Just news for the uh, not the Celtics for the Red Sox. JP Green guaranteed eight million in his two year deal. That's not bad. So that was a good that deal. Like officially happened today. Two year eight mil. Two years eight mil. All right, so I, I like him too. Yeah. He's a lefty. Yeah, he's, he's, a, a lefty. he's a lefty out of the bullpen. I think he had a three point eight ERA last that's year. Not so that's, that's not bad. That's honestly one of the best relievers in baseball two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a great signing for us. Yeah. So um, yeah, that wraps it up, right? Yeah. Guys. Yeah. So we hope you guys enjoyed a very free agency filled episode from the nfl and the mlb um make sure to check out the inside the five youtube to go watch our march madness uh bracket prediction that'll be out before this episode is even out so perfect just head over to the inside the five make sure to follow instagram and twitter inside the five pod tiktok inside the five a lot of shout outs at the end of this episode we hope you guys enjoyed we will see you guys on tuesday didn't mess that one up and peace peace Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.